0: Welcome to the Britpop Show and as you know, as you regular listeners know, we always have a theme on the Britpop Show and this week I'm going to play not, I'm going to start with not one but two songs that hint at that theme but don't feel too bad if you don't get it because it is pretty tenuous. Here we go. Miss
1: shapes, mistakes, misfits Raised on a dirt
2: of broken biscuits. Oh, oh we not the same as you And we don't do the things you do we live round here
1: too, oh really Misshapes, mistakes, misfits
2: We like to go to town but we can't risk it all Cause they just wanna
1: keep us out You could end up with a smack in the mouth But Just for standing out now really
0: Did you guess it? What the theme was this week? Pretty sure you won't have. The theme this week is to celebrate the fact that Shed 7, for the first time in their entire career, have have had a number one album with A Matter of Time. I'm going to celebrate all of the other Britpop number one albums, including the, the brilliant A Different Class by Pulp. So here we go. Let's start with it. And for a decade that started off with Phil Collins at number one and ended with Shania Twain at number one, you'd think not much happened in between. But Britpop first hit the top of the charts in 1993. In fact, it was in on the 10th of April 1993 with Suede's debut album. I'm going to play a bit of Suede later on, though. So we have to move then to 1994 before we have another one from the Britpop era to hit the number one charts. And it's on the 7th of the 5th, 1994, Blur... Got their their first number one with Park Life, and it was only there for a week. But let's celebrate that with uh, well, let's do it with Park Life. Hey. No,
3: just... Confidence is a preference for the habitual of what is known as A morning soup can be avoided if you take a route straight through what is known as John's got brewers' through, he gets intimidated by the dirty pigeons they love a bit of him Who's that couple lord marching? You should cut down on your pulp life, mate Get some exercise You know oh, nice. And it's not about you joggers you could go
0: Say Park Life was only at number one for a week, but it knocked off The Division Bell by Pink Floyd. Great album. Uh, I think High Hopes is probably one of my favourites on that. And then uh, Deacon Blue knocked uh, Park Life off with their greatest hits. Yeah, I know, right? So moving through the next one, we Cranberries were there, Prodigy was there, Rolling Stones, Bit of Prince, until definitely maybe on the 10th of September 1994 by Oasis. Came on for just one week. Incredibly, definitely, maybe was only there for a week and it knocked off Wet Wet Wet's Greatest Hits, but was knocked off by Carreras Domingo Pavarotti, The Three Tenors. Uh, Luckily, that was only for a week because then Clapton, from the cradle, then took over, there was a bit of R.E.M. and a bit of Bon Jovi and Nirvana and even some Beatles live at the BBC to end up 1994. Uh, 1995 started with a bit of Celine Dion. Six weeks, the color of my love. I'm sorry about that. But when doing this, uh, looking at all of all of the uh, Britpop number ones, there were a few that I'd forgotten had made number one, and that includes Elastica. They got 25th of March uh, to 1995, uh, their debut album, one week at number one. Now, unsurprisingly, 1995 was a big year for number ones in the Britpop era. Uh, but what, what was surprising was to find the Boo Radleys at number one. That's off the strength of their, their single, Wake Up Boo. The album's called Wake Up and was there at number one for one week only on the 8th of the 4th, 1995. Then replaced by Bruce Springsteen's Greatest Hits, which was then replaced by Wet 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 Picture This. I know, what were we thinking in the 90s? Then on the 27th of the 5th, 95, Stanley Road by Paul Weller. Paul Weller was knocked off number one by Alison Moyet but summer of 1995 was when the Britpop albums really took over the number one charts and it started with Supergrass who spent three weeks at the top with their debut album Now, the rest of 1995 appears to be a battle between Britpop and some pretty terrible artists. Supergrass were there for three weeks, then it was It's Great When You're Straight, yeah, Black Great's debut album, it was there for two weeks, then Boyzone, then The Charlatans, then The Levellers, then Blur with The Great Escape, then Mariah Carey, then Oasis, What's the Story, Morning Glory, was there for only one week. Then Simply Red, Pulp, different class, which we've heard, all at the foot one week, Made in Heaven by Queen, and then Robson and Jerome, that's right, Robson and Jerome, for seven weeks at the end of 1995. But don't worry, in 1996, it got a lot better, because What's the Story Morning Glory was there for six weeks from the 13th of January. And we all know what band knocked Oasis off number one, it was the Blue Tones. Now, of course, as we all know, the Blue Tones only lasted for a week, and What's the Story Morning Glory came back for another three weeks and was replaced by Celine... Dion, Falling Into You. Then it had the Beatles, Take That's, ironically named greatest hits that stayed it there for four weeks. Then jagged Little Pill, Alanis Morissette. And then I'd completely forgotten that Ash made it to number one with their debut album 1997 when they were probably about 12 years old. That was 18th of the 5th, 1996. Let's celebrate that fact. Uh.
1: Take it.
0: So we're in the middle of 1996 and Ash have just got to number one. They're replaced by George Michael for three weeks, then Metallica, then Brian Adams, Alanis Morissette again, Crowded House, uh, Alanis Morissette yet again, and then Suede with Coming Up, which we've just heard, then R.E.M. and then Cooler Shaker for there for not one, but two weeks. Now, Cooler Shaker are back. They've just released a brand new single, which is an absolute belter, and they've got a new album coming this month, and if it's anything like their debut, we're in for a treat. Kuga were knocked off by Peter Andre who was himself knocked off by somebody who's arguably even worse than him which is pretty difficult to do. That's Simply Red. But then Beautiful South came in before Boyzone, Spice Girls, Robson and Jerome and Spice Girls again made the rest of 96 frankly unlistenable. Madonna started with 97 before Reef. Yes, Reef on the 8th of the 2nd, 1997 had a week at number one. Then Texas, then Blur with their self-titled album Blur, 22nd of the 2nd, 1997. And then unbelievably Manson got a a number one album, 1st of the 3rd, 1997. The idea that Manson could get a number one album is just incredible to think of nowadays. Uh, Spice Girls knocked them off, then it was U2, then Spice Girls again. Chemical Brothers, Depeche Mode. And then The Charlatans with the brilliant album Telling Stories on the 3rd of the 5th at 97 and it was there at number one for two weeks. Ah! <laughs> for the charlatans it was a pretty much a load of dross Should sure, Spice Girls Michael Jackson Gary Barlow Wu-Tang Klang and Hanson now Hanson their debut album uh, these poor little kids they were knocked off by Radiohead mm-hmm. had reopened the floodgates there was no stopping and Prodigy came in Fat of the Land six weeks then Texas White on Blonde Oasis Be Here Now for four weeks Ocean Colour Scene Marching Already Oasis again Be Here Now and then Verve Urban Hymns for five weeks we're going to finish it there with, uh, with Urban Hymns I trust you've enjoyed our run through of the Britpop number one albums celebrating the fact that Britpop are back at number one with Shed Seven well done to them thank you for listening see you on the flip side
2: I know I'm on the losing streak as I pass down my old street. And if you wanna show, then just let me know and I'll sing in your ear again. Now the trucks don't work, they just make you worse, but I. Yeah.